Well, hey, everyone. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you're watching on YouTube Live, you can be a part of the adventure tonight. Please join us in the chat room. Participate with us as, as we watch the show, as everybody watches the show. The link to the chat room is on the geocachetalk.com front page. So if you go down below the the uh, the show, you'll see there's a link to the chat room. Uh, if you're listening later, please give it a like, subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, you can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music and our featured patrons. And this week I did something a little different. I uh, was sort of down at the end of the list anyway, so I figured, what the heck? I'm going to mention a bunch of our 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 new patrons. Uh, so, and I kind of, I like to scroll the list around a little bit. Anyway, so I stopped at Simmels123. I'm not quite sure who, oh, there he is. He's with us tonight. So what do you know what the planning on that thing was, right? Uh, Chaos in Motion. Uh, the Cash the Line. Uh, zero, oh, zero, Ridland Kids, zero, oh. God, I love that. Flor- Florida TB Hunter, the Caching Dead New York, Nicole, and Jesse and I got to, we got to meet Nicole. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get Nicole. We cool. We get to meet Nicole last <laughs> last week or two weeks ago now. Gosh, it seemed like it was just the other day. Udak, the Dig Family, JB Opto. We met a lot of these folks a couple weeks ago at, at Woodstock. Uh, NYJ fan, keeper of the cash flow. Somebody else we met over there. GeoVet91, another. Uh, Nitty Gritsky, E. Ray Bowl, Hoffer15, H2, SG2. This, I'm now getting to some of our newer patrons. Bember, the Happy Hodag. Tick Magnet is back with us. Thank you for uh, coming back as a patron. And I know you always wanted to, and you got the opportunity, so he came on back. And one that came in. Just today was Vol Boys. I think it probably has to do with volunteers in Tennessee, but I'll we'll we'll lock that down uh, as time goes on. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coins. Jesse, do you have Memphis? I'm gonna call you Memphis tonight. Oh, Ryan's got his. He's got his old one. That's the old one, man. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got my old one here too, not the blackout one, but the old one. You can't show that. Hold on, you can't show hey, that's that. A, thing. That's a special limited edition. Those are you can't get those anymore. Yeah, you can't even buy. Hey, you know how many of those I have? By the way, I've got one. I kept one. That's it. I know this is the one I have right here. That's this it. is I it. got one. I said we gave away all the rest of them. <laughs> I do have the blackout coin. There's the blackout coin. There you go. There we go. Mine's, mine's in my Jeep again. I keep it out there so I can That's take a picture okay. out in the field. Yeah, the green one, man. People are. I've had people go, "Oh man, when's the green one coming back?" It's like, I don't think it's ever coming back. I but I have something else really cool tonight. Oh, do you? Okay, cool. We'll let you show that little show and tell. Oh, there you. Oh, you got that? Yes. 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 That's, that's my for another show. That's nice. Another show. Oh, that is for another show, isn't Some it? crazy guy that may or may not want to be mentioned. I'll That's let him true. mention it if he wants to. Yeah, that was... Got that was those funny. made. I don't know who that was. Uh, some 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 other uh, crazy guy. Some some crazy guy. He's got one with him right now, too. A little similar oh, he does, in fact. Yeah. All right. Excellent. He's got his, yes. 
I think it's going to come in. That's going to come in handy a lot tonight. I think so. I hope you're. Longer. Oh my gosh, tonight it is. Yeah. I hope you have a for another show. Oh, <laughs> see, see, Tuttle's already jumping in there and doing all that stuff. So, oh my gosh. So, all right. Um, so we got a lot tonight. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, uh, so patreon.com forward slash geocache talk support level start at as little as bison tube levels three dollars a month let me welcome my co-host memphis good evening he lost his name again tonight i did i i'm just gonna leave it as memphis there's no point in being (laughs) jesse because you intentionally keep having people back on the show named jesse so i can't have my name i know (laughs) right but He's going to keep it. He's, so anyway, uh, all right. Once I get used to this, you'll find another Memphis to come on the show. So. Right. <laughs> I'm going to change my name to Jesse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well played. Well played. Let's jump right into show 152 mm-hmm. for, for June 9th. We have a lot of mystery guests. So let me start by welcoming a couple folks that folks know, and we'll work our way through. Uh, maybe they might know. Because they've been on before. Let me welcome back to the show, Jesse Tuttle. Hey, everyone. Jesse, and I'm sure uh, Amber is not too far off into the... Uh, I don't know which way. Probably there's Amber, there's Laura. So. And Laura, yep. Um, and I apologize, by the way, to Laura. I called her Amber the other, the other day when we were in Woodstock. It's like, darn it! And she totally talked to you like it was nothing. No, she looked at me like... Oh, I'm not, I'm not Amber. What are you talking about? You're like, like, yeah, well, oh, it's your sister. I'm sorry. I meant to call you. Anyway. Uh, Ryan Simmel is the Good evening. person on tonight. Good evening. Uh, and then we have uh, Ernie Cantu. So, Ernie. Hi. Username Cantu Land. My, my name used to, formerly known as Jesse. Oh, there you go. Oh, Formerly known as... Wow, and it's and that's that's old. That's a weird GC name to have on there too, man. That's really yeah, I don't know why I put up with this abuse. I tell you. Um, all right, but so yeah, so uh, Ernie Cantu, uh, Cantu Land. I like that. It's like, is that like Candyland, Cantu Land, whatever you uh, want it to be? I one guy who was thinking pilots and airports, and he goes, "Who is this? Can't you land?" <laughs> <laughs> No, wave off. You can't land. Can't you land? It's like Disneyland, Candyland. <laughs> Perfect. Candyland, whatever you want it to be, right? All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, I'm actually, uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. And uh, so, Ernie, I'm going to kind of let you, I guess, spill the beans and then we'll kind of go from there. So, what do we got going on? Well, there's something big. It's going to happen next year, 2020, and uh, it has something to do with um, a geocache that maybe a lot of people know about, the world's oldest active geocache. Maybe some people know the name of it. A little town of, what's it called? Mingo? Mingo. Mingo. (laughs) So next year, at Mingo. I'm showing the shirt, Ernie, while you're doing that. Ask me about Mingo. Mingo Madness. So we're going to have this event. Mingo Madness. Oh, just a stamp again. Memphis That's the nearest big oh. city. Close to, close to Mingo. Yep. Ooh, and yep, Simmel's got a shirt there too. There you go. Mingo Madness. Mingo May Madness. 2nd, 2020. 
The main day is Saturday the 2nd, but we're going to have it starting on Friday evening, the 1st, all day Saturday, and the tail end of Sunday. And, hey, you never know. There might be a little – I mean, there may be stuff even before that. We just – we don't know yet. We just don't know. But there may be it, – it's crazy. A lot of planning and, and a lot of a lot of things in the <laughs> planning. That's for another stages. show. That's for another show. Yep, there you go. But uh, – yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're talking about Mingo Madness. That's our uh, our big surprise, and we're going to kind of give everybody uh, uh, all the all of the update while we're doing the update um, about that about this uh, and getting into the news and everything else. I do want to throw it to Jesse Tuttle because Jesse, I want you to go ahead and start because we want to get that. I know he's like, why am I start with me? But I want you to go ahead and get us launched uh, uh, website, electronically site kind of thing, and then we get into the show, and we'll check back later, and maybe we can figure out how we're doing, and we'll explain why this is really important. Right. So, Jesse, kind of give a, a sort of a primer about go <clears throat> on the Internet for us. Yeah, so um... – our website's going to be Mingo2020.com. It is up right now, M-I-N-G-O-2020.com. When you go there, uh, you're going to notice some key functions. Um, there's a button to be able to view our Facebook page and follow that. That's where uh, most of the official announcements will come out first. Um, there's a button to go to the Facebook community group, um, just like with some other large events that I've been part of and uh, you know, some people on this team has been part of. We like to build a, fa- uh, a page where that we can push out announcements and a community group where people can socialize and interact and really start um, gelling their ideas and plans and um, sharing their experiences after the event. Um, when you look at the page, there's, uh, there's a section for lodging. We have our host hotel. Room blocks are currently up and open. Uh, at $80 a night, breakfast is included in that. Um, you can request pet friendly at no additional cost. Um, there's no po- uh, deposit required to book. You just put a card to hold it. And uh, all you got to do is ask for the geocaching group rate um, and they will get you taken care of. There's one other key portion to uh, the website. Um, we have a section titled will attend question mark. And what it is is we are, uh, you know, nearly what eleven months out from this uh, this monumental event, this this event that's going to be um, a major milestone in the geocaching community, celebrating twenty years of the blue switch being flipped, and that very first stash being put out and then found, and you know, just you know, Mingo happened just days after this, and you know, it's um, we are planning big really big and so um we don't have an event uh published yet you will see the gc code for the event on the um website it's not live yet um but we're trying to get some will attend ideas you know uh fill out that form give us your geocaching name your email address and how many people you expect to be in your party and submit that uh, we're going to be uh, gathering this data, compiling some information, some stats. We'll share it on the website some. Um, and we're trying to find out 
what's the upward number that we should be expecting so that we can plan the correct venue, we can plan the correct everything. It's always better, you know, from experience of planning uh, uh, an event or two, it is always better to plan bigger than what you need. So, you know, if you might be coming, um, drop that quote will attend it's not an official will attend but it it really will help us it will help the um the rest of the organizing team the planners and even the city that we are uh, going to be visiting uh, prepare for the impact cool yeah because uh something also with that uh, ryan i'll let you i was just mention this too or let you say something real quick about this part um but um uh, so Jesse, like, uh, and, and something we'll talk about tonight is how many, I mean, we've got, we got some big event people who have done big events in this room. Uh, Ernie's done some too. We're going to talk about all, uh, really all four of you guys have done massive events. But one of the things, uh, Jesse, I want you to, to mention is that when you have an idea, if people will go out and they'll do a will attend, even though this is sort of an early will attend, but this could help you with not only venue type stuff, but it also helps you with like, you can let sponsors know and vendors know and potential vendors and potential, I mean, it kind of is far reaching. I think people don't realize that it can be far reaching if you have kind of, you have some kind of numbers you can then yeah. you can use those numbers to to benefit the whole thing, right? Yeah, let me let me just expand on that a little bit because um, people don't understand how important that data is to just have written and submitted to us. You know, we could always pull numbers out of the air and say, "Hey, you know, um, blank number of people told us verbally that they will be there." Right. But you know, when you, when you log that will attend on an event. Or you go to our site and you do this will attend form so that we have some data. You're not promising us that you will be there. You know, it is it is the, um, hey, I am planning to be there. I expect to be there. I want to be there. Right. Help me in. Pencil me in. It's There's nothing set in stone. Right. It's a pencil me in. And here's what happens is we now have written data where that we can go to um, the city of Kobe, Kansas. Yeah. Um, we'll be, uh, we're already looking, uh, working with, um, we will say some of the uh, elected officials and, you know, other things there. So we can say, Hey, look, here's the data that has been submitted to us. Right. We'll care about that. When we talk to um, some of the vendors that may be coming out or we're looking at, um, working with a vendor to be able to provide swag to the event, or we're looking at uh, sponsorships or donations, then those will attends on an event or this will attend form is so crucial. Um, I hear it all the time. People go, well, I plan to be there. I want to be there, but I don't want to log my will attend until I have my flight book room every, and that's not, necessarily what a will attend is at least from my experience because you know i've been traveling to an event i'm you know it's friday night event starts saturday morning something happens i don't show up i don't lose sleep over that will attend i logged it's you know it's better for that event host that i was going to to be able to plan for me there 
and then I not show up, then not to be able to plan. Cool. So, you know, just a little feedback. Yep. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to, we'll get into Mingo Madness in a moment. We're going to, we got a couple um, notes we need to take care of in the news. Uh, and then we'll get into the, the meat of the show tonight. But a couple things. One is uh, we've got a new blog post on the uh, geocachetalk.com website. Uh, and the link will be in the show notes. Show notes will be important tonight <laughs> for many reasons, but it's in there. Uh, but uh, if you go to our blog page, uh, Little Sprinkles 67 put out a really good blog post and, and uh, hats off to her and also to uh, Angie, our blog manager, for putting out that blog. Uh, so uh, Memphis, did you happen to see we got us a new blog post out there? Yeah, that's very cool. And yeah, she does a great job of getting everybody a chance to get their one post out there if they want it or more if they want it. But yeah, um, we'd love to have people that are regularly contributing, but we definitely want anybody that wants to get their one story out there, out there, because those are what people want to hear. Yeah. They don't want to hear us every single time. They don't hear Angie every single time. They want to see all those different stories. So Absolutely. that's she's doing a great job with that. And and thanks to Little Sprinkles for for this newest contribution, too. So, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and then you got to put a note. You just put this in the news. I, I did not know this, but we've got a, we still have an FTF on a trackable that is not. <laughs> yeah. Only f I, I hid and I don't mind saying it now, but uh, yeah, I hid certain, five trackables. Oh, in, you told the number. Darn it. I was going to tell uh, you. That's okay. I mean, an, well, I'm, if you find one, you know that there's one of five or whatever, right? Right. But there's one that still nobody has found. And I didn't think that was going to be the hard one. I hit another one that. Several it's people harder, found right? it was much harder, but this one I didn't think was that tricky, but nobody has found it yet. And, um, wow. it's, you know, like I thought the fifth one was going to be the hard one. Cause I really split it up and I'm not gonna say how, you know, where it is in the book for the people that haven't found it yet. But right. the one that I thought everybody would get that nobody has found it. And that's, that's just pretty funny so far. So, that's, cause that's I'm tracking funny. and I can see exactly who finds them and logs them. Right. So, right. So that's a lot of fun, but yeah, there's still one unfound trackable in in, in my book. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, we uh, we sent some uh, some swag off to John Bishop. So if you're going to be one of the folks that's on the cruise that's going to the Bahamas to catch the waves, you might see some geocache talk uh, swag uh, in that uh, that you might get uh, during that. But uh, we sent him a couple books and. Uh, the books are doing well. I know Jesse, just to let people know from, because we really get a chance to talk about this uh, last week because we had our uh, third anniversary show and we really didn't get a chance to really dive into some of the extras about Geo Woodstock last week. But uh, I think we might have mentioned this or not, but I mean, you brought a bunch of books and we you sold, well, and you and I both sold every book we had yeah. with us. Which well, and awesome. it was great. Yeah. Even better than that was, uh, and it was great to do that, you know, yeah. cause that's a risk always, you never know, you know, we're not full-time booksellers. Right. But, right. um, but we got to talk to everybody. It was a face to face. So it's great that they're selling on Amazon and, you know, we're able to add something to it. And we've heard great feedback from people on the books that we put out there. And th that's, that's awesome. I, I love that too, but we got to do it face to face and talk to people. And yep. that's the best thing about that, that live those live events like that is we're actually getting to talk to the people face to face, all these people that we see in the chat room, you know, and yeah, that was great to, to get to hand those to people directly like that. So yep. that, that went really well. And it sounds like we've, 
we're still adding something good to the geocaching universe. So that's oh, great. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Um, and that's just such, such a great idea to write a book about that. And Jesse and I, or Memphis and I, I Memphis and I are working on, we're talking about, uh, uh, we're actually coll collaborating. It would be a, the first of our, of our, yeah, we can't really say too much about this gear. So don't uh, give it away yet. <laughs> But we're collaborating but on one. We have a project that we're working on. We have a project we're working on. Uh, we've got some other things in the works. Um, but Definitely an added benefit for patrons. Right. Hopefully exactly. it'll be something really good for them. So Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, so another quick note, because we got, like I said, we got so much to get to oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to mention that the merch, the merch, we got a merch store now. Our merch, yeah, merch store. Merch is up. So merch store is up. Um, you can buy the famous Ryan Simmel That's for Another Show glass. They're really nice, too. They're they're nice and you got thick. thick yeah. Oh, those nice. things are high quality. Solid. That's on, the, that's on the website right now. It is. Mm -hmm. It's out there under. During the, the show. Shop. Thank you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Buddy. And very cool. useful, right? Oh, yeah. And FYI. So the, the that. Uh, is all included. So if you're thinking it's how much and then you're going to charge me for shipping and all this. So it's all included because shipping for these things are is a little pricey. So what I did was I just rolled it into the price. So it's shipping's included. That one price covers it all for the, for yeah. the glass. Well, so. and you want it to come in this form, not yeah. in a, not, not in like a sack of glass right. pieces. So. Right. <laughs> So bubble wrap. You don't want them chipped up and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I've shipped one. I got one ready to go, and uh, apparently I might have some more. But I got all the I got all the all the correct things to ship these in, and so it's a little bit extra because of that. But anyway, so it's out there. Uh, don't forget the uh, GC World book. GC World. I'm I'm going to tout my my game real fast because I was surprised I didn't sell a whole lot of. There you go. Hey, he's got hey, Ryan's got a copy. Um, I won't go into much detail about it, but it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I won't speak to that. I'll let somebody else speak to that, but so there's the car. It's a card game. Oh, it's a yeah. lot of fun. And I, we just really haven't had a chance it's to get out in yeah. public and play it much yet. So it was, it was, you know, the benefit of Texas being so big was we got to meet everybody. The downside was we really didn't get to play the game like we wanted to. Yeah. So we'll have to do that again somewhere soon. Uh, and uh, Mr. Mr. Tuttle, I am going to send you these show notes, sir. So, I know in you... fact, I know a place where I might be playing that game soon. Oh, speaking of, yes, please do that. <laughs> while like, I, I expert segue. Look at that! Wow, perfect. Like, um, you're becoming like a you're like a regular podcaster now. I know. I ought to do this, you know, weekly, semi full time. Um, yeah. There you go. So, GC eight eight Water Bison Altoid. Um, is going to be our event geocaching or no, I'm sorry, coffee with the mafia in Hawaii where I'll be uh, on location in a few weeks and we'll be broadcasting our, that's where I'll be signing into the geocache talk podcast from in a few weeks is uh, Hawaii. So we're going to a family vacation down there, but of course we're going to cash and of course we're going to throw an event and of course we're going to try Absolutely. to meet new people while we're down there. So Absolutely. And we're going to have a coffee event and maybe we can even play uh, your game while we're down there and, you know, we may we may sling some geocache talk swag swag while we're down there too. Um, but uh, I mean, it's Hawaii, right? And 
posted it and I got in the Facebook group. It was like, hey, where could I post this? People immediately responded. Oh, that's awesome. Posted the event and had four will attends like the first day. And Woo, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, they have a pretty active community down there. So I've we've never been to Hawaii before. Uh-huh. So it should be a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to yeah. Oahu. Is, somebody said which island. We're going to Oahu. So yeah. there's a webcam. There's Pearl Harbor. There's, you know, there's yes. uh, Black Diamond. What's the, it's a dormant volcano, but there's all kinds of stuff down there. So uh, yeah. Um, uh, diamond Head. Just Diamond Head. Yeah, you Diamond could, Head. That's what it is. Not Black Diamond. Black Diamond skiing. That's right. When Susan and I were there, um, you could, um, I assume it's the same. It's been a while since we've been there, but you can climb to the top of it. And you're in decent shape. I mean, I know Christy can get to the top, so yeah, I, she'll drag me up to the top. I'll be she'll, okay. She'll drag you to the top of it, but uh, I wonder if she can like have a rope and I'll have like skis or something <laughs> on, and she can just drag me up the hill. There's a, right. There is <laughs> a, a virtual there too, by the way, so that's kind of cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Good, good course. So that'll be a lot of fun. Of course, oh, when you travel, everybody oldest, when they travel, host an event. Yeah, oldest oldest in Hawaii, I think, is in Oahu. It is. That's and awesome. every cash type will be there, and I get to add on the event too while I'm there. Since I did that, so that's awesome. we'll get them all. So that's great. Perfect. Um, but uh, that's awesome. Anyway, so GC88 Water Bison Altoid. If you happen to be listening to us right now and you're in Hawaii, right. come down and visit with us. So gotta go. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you might actually have some swag with you, right? I will absolutely have some <laughs> swag with me. Um. Well, I'm sure we'll do a little giveaways and stuff like that too, because that's always fun. So yeah. and coffee, right? So and coffee can't can't go wrong. Uh, oh, and Kona coffee, man. That's oh, that, oh wait, I don't have time for that. That's for another show. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I have some coin winners, and then we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna get get the show. So coin winners. Um, we did something a little different this time, which I appreciate. Um, and uh, our patron that's over in belgium she goes hey what about a special giveaway or one of the giveaways not just be audio what about for international listeners and i go that's an awesome idea yeah. so i've got two coins to give away i have an audio and then i have an international which is also audio typically um but i have both and so um and i need to go back and figure out which is which so do not quote me on that i'm gonna show both coins because uh, I have to go back and look and see which ones I promised to who, but there's the two coins I'm giving away. It's from the maze. I got the gold and the, the regular. Those are cool looking coins too. Um, so I'm sure uh, Mr. Tuttle was involved in some of that probably a little bit. So um, You can yeah. say that a little bit. <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little, bit, bit, <laughs> little bit involved. A little bit involved. Yeah. <laughs> which that's, yeah. So uh, thank you, sir. Um, so the winner of the coins uh, is uh, good old random.org. I love that. I don't have to deal with mm-hmm. that. Just go random.org, how many people sent in. And I need we need more people to send in their 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 guests. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, come on, folks. You, you got a chance at it. I mean, you know, I mean, unless you don't want a coin that's or whatever <laughs> we're giving away. I mean, who knows? We might give away a book sometime or a card game. Send in. It's just an email. Geocashtalk at gmail.com. Ba-boom. Mm-hmm. Done. Uh, I don't, I, we don't use them for marketing purposes. We're not, we're not that, we're not that, we're not that slick. Memphis and I aren't that, 
So you're intentionally delaying announcing the winners, aren't you? You're just torturing I, them. I'm just torturing them. But I, <laughs> but I want people it's to terrible. know because people are yeah. like, oh, if I send my email address, I'm going to get spammed. It's like I don't. No, even, we don't do that. I don't. We don't track any of that stuff. That's not. No, no, no. We're not that. We're not that savvy. So don't worry about it. Just send me your email address. I'll. I you know. Oh, winner is for the audio side of it. Nancy won deadliest cashers. So congratulations to her for winning that. Uh, And the other winner is Jason Cash Cashosaurus. I love that name. Uh, He is in Canada. We start singing "Oh Canada." Oh, so Jason won Cashosaurus. So congratulations, winners! And I will get your coins out hopefully tomorrow. Is my plan. So, so. Can we before? Can we? We can't say anything about what we're doing behind the scenes this week, can we? Oh no, you can. You can kind of mention it. Can we just say that we're doing something behind the scenes? We're we collaborating. We're having like a what, what did we call it the other day? Like a board meeting? Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of a yeah, yeah. Behind so, the scenes secret planning session for something really, really big coming up. Yeah, but it's a it's a yeah. Uh, patron invite only behind the scenes yep. this week that we can't say anything about yet. It's for another show, obviously. It'll be for another lot of shows right? because it will be, this oh, planning thing will just, be huge. So we're meeting with a few people this week to uh, to plan that out. So we, yeah. uh, I really want to talk about it, but we can't. So no, Yeah, we can't. But that's another benefit of being a patron is you'll be in on the planning and we're, uh, we are huge. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a big of, it's a big item. And we Probably do, the biggest thing we've done. Yeah, and what we're doing is we're inviting the patrons, all all our patrons to be, and I know some won't be able to make it, and that's okay, because we're going to, that I will check, I am going to collate all of the comments, the questions, the feedback, positive or negative, the patrons mm-hmm. give, we're gonna, we are going to collate all that, because patrons are cool with us doing that. We're going to gather all that together. And then, of course, Jesse and I will make a final. Memphis and I will make a final on that. But I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be fabulous. But we wanted the patrons to be involved. So. um, So that's coming up this week. We're going to have a meeting, a a board meeting. That's a good way to put it. All right. Let's get into Mingo Madness. GC, yes, GC thirty. I don't. Uh, I pulled this the other day, but I I want to mention some notes, and then uh, Ernie, I want to talk about uh, a couple events that occurred uh, out there. So stand by, my friend. Uh, we want. I want to talk about ten years and fifteen years, uh, and then really, it's open. Really, anybody can comment. I I didn't want to, but I just want to mention that we are going to do that. But so GC thirty, it's on the on our shirts. What's funny is it's in the it's in the it's in the game, so I had to show it. So there's GC thirty. It's one of the cards in the card game. It's got to be right. It's got to be one of the cards. Yeah. So there or it is. It's one of the GC numbers that people actually know. GC thirty. Yep. GC thirty. So it's hidden uh, May eleventh of two thousand. Uh, it is. Remember this, people, because this is important. There isn't another geocache out there. That is that old. No, it's the oldest cash. It's the oldest active cash. Undisputed. In the world. 
So when it turns 20, everybody else will just be a teenager. That's it. <laughs> That's right. They're all teenagers. The first adult is going to be Mingo. Uh, it has 2,696 favorite points. It probably has more than that now. I didn't check. I think it's at 2,700 now. 2,700 favorite points. The last points. I checked. Check it. It changes the, every day. It changes every day. You're right. You're exactly right. Uh, all seven, the time. 7,098 probably changed now. It's probably over 7,100 uh, fines. So so you're wondering, of course, why this cash? Well, why why would it not be this cash? I mean, when the when the blue switch, which is when the event, when, when, when the blue switch is 20 years old, you can be there. You can be at the event. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been a couple, uh, or a couple celebrations that that occurred. There was an event on the ten year, and there was an event in the fifteen year, and now we've got this massive event that we're going to do for the twenty year. So, uh, so Ernie, um, I've got the show. I got the in the show notes. I've got the GC codes for both. But let's talk a little bit. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up a screen share. And let's talk a little about the 15 year and what all occurred at just to give people maybe a, maybe a taste of what they might be uh, seeing, you know, at different events uh, and what you did for the 15. So let me do a screen share real quick. And um, so let me hang on a second. Let me make sure I'm clicked on myself. And, hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, Tom did bring up a great point. Um, and I get this question a lot when it's talking about old caches. So oh, yeah. it is a very easy cache to remember because it is GC30. Yep. Um, but what people don't realize is when geocaching.com first went and published all these geocaches, yep. they didn't take it in order by date. Oh, so, right. Yeah, you Good point. have geocaches with our lower GC code yep. because – if you've listened to some of the lackeys, your first geocaches in Washington State and the surrounding states, they numbered first. Yep. And then they went all the different states in alphabetical order. That's why Mingo, which is the oldest active cache yep. in the world, is GC30. Right. Um, GC12 else, is still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody else was talking about GC31, um, uh, Rickery, which was placed by the same uh, cache owner as Mingo, also another great geocache, uh, but that's why it's GC thirty. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. And thirty one is still available if you want. If you come to thirty, uh, you can probably make a trip out to Airy Carry, or we're not sure about the name. People call it different things, but uh, it's. A, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's available. You know, I, and that's something I think we'll be able to talk about a little bit tonight. Is people are going to be like, well. Yeah, I could get Mingo while I'm there, but I already got Mingo. Why would I want to come to the event? We're going to talk about why I think you should come and why everybody else thinks you should come. There may be some other stuff going on, too. (laughs) There may be a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, And, you know, another good thing that was brought up, too, and I think it's worth talking about right here at the beginning, is this is not a competition with Woodstock. This is not a competition with anything else. This is adding one more thing to the 20-year celebration, right? There's lots of people all over the country that can travel sometimes a year, sometimes can't go to other. Some people may be able to go to every event that happens next year. Some people have to select which ones they go to. 
Some people, because of time of year, can go to one but can't go to the other. This is one more thing added to the big 20-year celebration that's happening all year long. You know, just like anything else, this is just one more cool thing to do. You know, it's not a, hey, come to this, don't go to that. You know, it's not that spirit. That's not the spirit of geocaching. This is how much cool crap yeah. can we pack into one year, <laughs> Exactly. right? Yeah. It's going to be a big year. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, we haven't even heard everything yet, but this is just one more huge thing. I swear I'm going to have to retire. <laughs> just right. Can I take a year sabbatical? Is that even a thing? I don't know. You know, here's something I didn't even realize until not long ago when I was doing a little research into Mingo. Mm-hmm. You know, Simmel started to hit on it that, you know, the GC codes did not go in order. I didn't even realize that Mingo was the seventh stash ever placed. It is the seventh one. So um, Dave Omer went out and placed the first stash. Mm -hmm. Teague did the next two, number two and three. Dave Omer did four and five. Then there was a number six, and then Mingo got placed as number seven. So the oldest active is the seventh original cash ever placed. And so, you know, it's not about competing. It's not about, hey, come do this or go do that. It's about, you know, we really want to give the best opportunities for the community to celebrate this monumental year. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let's, I want to talk about this a little bit. And then, uh, Ernie, also, you have some good info that'll lead into uh, mm-hmm. the information that, that Ernie has about things that have occurred out there and things I didn't even realize Ernie about because, you know, I, I, I was there when 14 er was happening in Denver and, um, but I didn't realize some of these other stories about the cement and I mean, we'll get into that in a second. All right. So let me, so let me do a screen share and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have you kind of walk us through um, what occurred um, on the, uh, for that event. So, so, okay. So, uh, if you want to play along at home, it's, uh, it's, uh, GC query. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Query rating X file event. Q- there you R- go. X- you. I'm trying. I got to memorize that, thing with that on there. Yeah. There's a shirt by that way. Yeah. And you can buy that shirt soon. That's another story. Uh, for another show. For another yeah, show. Uh, all right. So, so Ernie, um, tell us a little bit about the event that you did here in 2015. Okay. So in 2015, we thought we would celebrate the 15th anniversary of not of Mingo, but of geocaching. Right. The the sport of geocaching, and to celebrate that at Mingo. So. We have this event, and if you go to Mingo, you find out it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. It's like a prairie <laughs> desert. This is true. So we're advertising that people, if you're going to come, we've got a, a highway overpass in case there's a tornado because it's in Kansas. <laughs> and if you if you get hot, we're going to have water. If there's going to be if there's going to be snow, if there's going to be a some freak accident. It, doesn't snow at that time sometimes it does yeah, it's going to be an all-weather thing yeah yeah so yeah 15th anniversary yeah so the 15th anniversary yep 
So tell us a little bit about what occurred that day. The 15th anniversary. Well, at the 10th anniversary, right? 10th anniversary of geocaching, we had a, a balloon launch and we did some research. You know, we want to be kind of like with the CEDOs and earth friendly. So we did some research on what kind of balloons we want to use the vinyl balloons because they will. Oh, biodegrade. Yeah. About the same as an oak leaf. So the mylar balloons, you fill up those mylar balloons and they'll just stay inflated and they'll stick around forever. So right. we did not use those mylar balloons. Oh, cool. Good, good. That was good thinking. And so at the 15th year, we thought we'd go ahead and do the same thing. Cool. And we had this balloon launch. It was awesome. Balloons went everywhere. And they each one had a note attached saying it was released at the GCQ RXE event and it told about the event. Oh, cool. Here's contact information. It said, see if you can, if you find one of these, contact us. Let us know how far it went. Right. I think, I just remember there was one in Olathe. There were a few others. Oh, okay. Olathe's on the east side of Kansas, and Mingo's on the west side of Kansas. So wow. So with the, the length ways. That's length cool. The state. That is awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, um and Kansas is located centrally in the United States. Mm-hmm. I get asked every now and then, what's the oldest geocache in Kansas? And I say, well, it's Mingo. And they're like, okay. I said, by the way, that's not just the oldest one in in Kansas. It's the oldest one in the United States, the oldest one in North America. It's the, old, it's the, the, the oldest one in the world. That's still out there. <laughs> there only six others that were older, and they've been gone forever. Yeah. This one's been around for a long time. Yeah. So, go, go ahead, Jesse. So it's also a, uh, not only is it in the center of the country, that's important because the other big 20 year celebration is very far northwest of the country. Now, this 20 year celebration for people who can't make it over there is at a different time and at a different location. It's right in the center of the country. So it's kind of spreading it out. So it's just adding more to the landscape of the year and a little geographically different too. So either. It's an additional thing you get to do, or it's an alternative thing that you get to do if you can't do the other one. You know, it's so there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit to having it. Just happens to be at Mingo, which is the oldest, right in the middle of the country. So, so that's good as well. And it just happens that Denver is only a couple hours from it, that, so that's why I'm flying in and having fun. There you go. Perfect. That's, that's a good way to do it. So. Uh... You know, you had kind of a, I think, a cool setup there, Ernie. You had, uh, like you said, uh, uh, you had a lot of people there. Uh, here's a shot from the, from there. Um, you know, we're and we're going to talk about Colby, Kansas, in a little bit because I think we we wanted people to know that we're talking about this. This is a huge event, and we're we've got the infrastructure. It's not just come to the prairie and stand there for a minute and, and right. It's not like, I mean, <clears throat> there's a little more to this year, but I think it's cool that you actually had an event kind of out, uh, out there. And, uh, we'll talk about some of the plans that are possible potentially for people to go out to Mingo. Obviously you can get it anytime you want, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, um, looks like y'all had, yeah, if you're looking to get something, you're thinking, well, I live anywhere in the world. What should I get? How about the geocaching mecca of the, the geocaching world? Oh, absolutely. Mingo. Everybody wants to get Mingo. 
Dude, this is one. I logged uh, Mingo in what 2016 when we went out to the Woodstock. Yeah. And uh, the Woodstock. Yeah. But uh, it literally, the emotional feeling I had from it was, I have completed this pilgrimage, this part of my geocaching journey. So if you've not been there, Mingo is, it's just a pilgrimage to do. And, uh, you know, it's going to be like going to HQ. It's like, you know, it's it's right up there. The oh, original stash even. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's fair to say that several people have gotten Mingo. So many of the people that are going to go to this event have gotten Mingo before, have made that trip, trip before. But it, it's not, we're not just going to gather a thousand people and stick them in a field, right? That's not the plan for the event. No. Hey, guess what, guys? You've already got this, but come anyway. There's tons of stuff already on the... On the plan, I know you can't mention everything today, but you got tons. We can tease some of this stuff, though, right? Yeah, there is going to be stuff, cool stuff. We'll talk, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Get, get, hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, you got to yeah. let them. You got to. You got to get there. I know we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there quick. Uh, so, Ernie, a couple final notes. Uh, one thing you mentioned is, of course, the containers changed a little bit, but um, I, I guess let people know. Um, Something I didn't realize, because uh, I saw a, f- a photo at some point, but um, so at some point, concrete was poured. Yes. Two different times. <laughs> two, two different times? Okay. Two different times. So, so yeah, go ahead. The history tell, of Mingo. Tell about, yeah. tell about that. So That's as cool. Mingo is sitting there attracting people from all over the world, the locals are kind of going, what's the deal? Right. So they thought they see all these strangers coming from off the highway, coming over to this little drop site, opening it up and doing some kind of mischievous kind of things (laughs) and then mysteriously leaving. And they're like, we don't really like this stuff going on. Yeah. So they thought they would do do something to to try and stop whatever this activity is, whatever's going on. So they would take the container. We'd put another one out. They'd take it again. We'd put another one out. Oh, said, wow. Well, that doesn't work. Let's fill it up with uh, with manure. Oh, no. We clean that out and, and replace oh. the container again. So, wow. okay, well, that didn't work. What else are we going to do? Well, we're going to fill it up with glue. Oh, no. Seriously? And, and the glue never actually solidified. It was just kind of slimy stuff. Right. But it did. We had a metal container there, and it did kind of eat away at it. But we cleaned that out, and Mingo lived. And like, okay, so so that's. I don't know what's going on. These guys just persistently come <laughs> back to this, no right. matter what we do. Right. So they got this idea. We know what we're going to do. We're going to fill it up with concrete. And so they filled it up with concrete, and they're thinking, there, it's permanently sealed. <laughs> then um. I saw on some of these uh, these forums, somebody put out a video, and in the video it says, oh, Mingo's going to go. I mean, it's, it's filled with concrete. And in the, this little cartoon video, it says, no, it won't. You'll see. Not even concrete will stop it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. We already had this plan in progress. And they kind of helped out. We, we, some people that I know. Right. So... The people that I know who did this, they went out and 
totally destroyed the concrete. Then on right. the second trip, well, see, the, the first guy, he broke up all the concrete. He told us that there was a chain underneath with all kinds of irons and like they really wanted that thing to have some chunks in there. So it just, it was not going to come out Well, we got it out. Right. They even had this little pin that would come up with some surveying ribbon, some colored flagging tied to it. So you look at it and you go, oh no, some surveyor's doing something. We should <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> what they didn't know was that some of the people who watched that are land surveyors. And what they did was not the work of a professional land surveyor. To the eyes of a professional land surveyor, it looked like vandalism. Right. So it was obvious that it wasn't a surveying thing. It wasn't some kind of construction stuff to stay away from. Right. So we got the concrete out, cleaned it up, put a new container in there. And I remember seeing a log by some user named Crenevia. Yeah. And Crenevia posted, hey, this is back. <laughs> so, uh, so over couple, the concrete hurdle. Yeah. So a couple things and uh, we're going to, we want to get into the, to the, the event, but I do want to, I will do want to let people know, cause I think this is something that was kind of interesting. I didn't realize this, but a couple things. One is, um, so Ernie, uh, there, there was some talk with the farmer that's this near there. So just people know that, uh, you guys eventually did contact that farmer and, um, because it's not on his property. It isn't, it is, it is, um, it is, um, correct me if I'm Highway wrong. Highway right away. County road right away. It's county road. Right. It's, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's managed by the county. So, uh, and the county's aware of it and so forth and so on. So don't, people don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. But you did at least contact the farm because the farmers it, for, for a while there, the farmer was like, People don't, you know, people can go to this, but I don't want people get on my property and so forth and so on. But you guys actually contacted the farmer and talked to him. And now he's like kind of on board with all this, right? I mean, to an extent. Yeah, there, he's, we contacted the farmer. He likes the idea of it. Now that he knows it's not some kind of a, a drug site. <laughs> right. <laughs> he thought, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's one guy. Crossmage, he has a story where he drives up to Mingo and he's just going to do a regular Amingo um, stop. He's going to go ahead and sign the logbook. As soon as he pulls up, somebody drives up in front of him and behind him. And the first thing he hears is, We got one of them geocachers. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. So they question him. And it was more like an interrogation oh, Who are no. you? What are you doing? Why right. are you here? What? And Crossmage told him all about Mingo. And so I think wow. that was the first time they actually found out that it might be a good thing. <laughs> right. Right. That's awesome. Uh, the concrete well. still happened afterwards. Right. So then we contacted them and they contacted other farmers and said, hey, this is actually a good thing. He even says, I heard that they even filled it up with concrete. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Wow. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They certainly did. Incredible. Yeah. So, uh, so, to, and then let's get into a little bit. Uh, so, Ryan, uh, 
tell people. So when when I when we started talking about this, uh, you were like Colby, Kansas, and I'm like, okay, tell me about. It. I was like, interesting. I don't know anything about Colby. I do now, but tell people uh, why why Colby, Kansas, and tell tell people the excitement that has occurred in Colby already and, and, and kind of tell people about why Colby, Kansas is a great thing. Okay. Um, so I was at the 2015 event uh, that Ernie put on. And um, if you haven't been in Kansas in the month of May, sometimes uh, it gets a little warm. Um, <laughs> so uh, we had a certain individual who may or may not be uh, on this show, not wearing a green shirt. Uh-huh. Um who um, forgot to drink water. Um, so towards the end of the event. So, uh, fast. Oh, no. <laughs> so as pr- most people know, um, who've fun. ran an event knows that um, uh, once you, I know my pictures, uh, once you are in that event, you'll get going and, just forget to do things. Um, yeah. I'll when I had uh, Moga, and there's a few people in the chat room. Maybe I will tell you I forgot to do a lot of things. Eat, eat. <laughs> Those things are not important. Um, so after 2015, already know it wants to be done again. Uh, Ernie had lunch with Juan, who was going to be on the show, um, but he had some Google problems. Yeah, uh, in Google jail tonight. Yeah. Um, they figured out every five years falls on a weekend and we knew 2020 would be the next big year. We wanted to make something big. Um, so I sat there, I had a thought and I'm like, you know what? I know Ernie's a busy man down there, which I want to make this a big event. So after hosting, um, MOGA, uh, getting a couple of contacts to other big events that I did, I'm like, how can we make this a bigger event? Um, like we mentioned, if you haven't been to Mingo, there's nothing but farmland around you. Um, so one of the things we were looking at is to do something possibly inside for weather. Um, oh, wow. So That's awesome. So we looked, um, and if you've been out to Mingo, you either have Colby, or I'm trying to remember the name south of it. Um, Oakley. Oakley, thank you. <laughs> um, and if you've been to Oakley, you – didn't see a whole lot because there's not a lot in Oakley. Um, so we called around, uh, called out to um, Oakley, found out there's not a whole lot out there, started talking out there in um, – yeah, I just forgot the name again, the other place. Oh, oh, Colby and Oakley? <laughs> oh, 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 there's – yeah, there's a couple, though. I don't know if you – yeah, but Colby and Oakley are basically the two big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we called Colby, and um, at first, because uh, I've been out to Mingo six times at right. least. Uh, right. That's the number right. I can remember and count. Um, so during during the trip, so one of the times I went out, uh, there was an event at um, a restaurant right there in Colby. I noticed they had a little convention center, and the convention center was the city limits convention center. They say they could hold probably three to five hundred people. I'm like, that would be awesome. Uh, so we started talking to them, uh, started getting it uh, worked out. They said, you can have it uh, for that weekend. So time goes on, making phone calls, uh, find out 
There's over 800 hotel rooms in the city of Colby. So wow, that's incredible. Um, uh, then you also have um, right north of town, you have the county fairgrounds. Uh, they do camping out there. So we have our RV space for oh, our, wow. our riders and 10, uh, 10 people who like to camp. Sure. There's places for them to stay. So I know once you start working through progression of an event, something even if it's small or big, you need places for people to sleep, place for people to eat, and somewhere to have the event. Yep. Uh, so we had all three of them there. Um, continuing to talk, we started talking to the assistant mayor of Colby. Right. Um, he also runs another small building that's out there, the Colby uh, Community Building. Not a very interesting name, I understand. <laughs> um, I think it's called the uh, it's the Tuttle the Tuttle Center, right, Jesse? <laughs> I heard something about Slinkard Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna put a big we're gonna put a big sign out, uh, and somebody's gonna sponsor that that puppy. I don't the know, Flat Jesse Center. <laughs> the Flat Jesse yeah. Center. The flat I love it. There we go. So oh, yeah. Dear. So it, yeah, and and um, so. Um, one thing too, and before I'm going to send it back to you, uh, Ryan, in a second. But one thing I want people to realize is that um, you've got, well, you got me who just wants to talk, but you've got you've got Memphis Mafia involved with with twenty with uh, with a Geo Woodstock fourteener, which I mm-hmm. thought was incredible. That was my first, you know, big uh, mega. You've got mm-hmm. Ernie's done you know, multiple events. He was involved with, you know, the heart of this whole thing. You've got, uh, Ryan Semmel, who's involved with Moga and with other Woodstocks. And then you have Jesse Tuttle. I mean, giga stock. I mean, you can't get any bigger than giga. And, um, so just on tonight and Juan was, Juan's been involved. I, I feel mm-hmm. bad. Juan couldn't make it on tonight, but, um, you got people who have put on, and been involved with and know how to put on quality events. So just to let people know this, this event is in safe hands with, and there's other people that are, are involved in this as well. So uh, the, the brain trust is, 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 is quite, uh, is in good hands. So, all right. So Ryan, I know you and Je- I know you and Jesse Tuttle have talked a little bit about, talking with people Colby. So go ahead, Ryan, keep going. And then I'll, we'll get uh, Jesse to kind of make it, maybe mess uh, it up. Uh, after running MOGA, um, and I've talked about a couple other mega events since uh, I had a couple of my friends um, from MOGA say, you need to find new friends. Uh, <laughs> I didn't find new friends. I added to the group. There you uh, go. <laughs> a couple of your, um, a couple of people in the chat room uh, right now. And they're also uh, patrons of the show. Right. Uh, no probably jump on here. I cashed with all of them today. They wanted to know what the big news was. Well, they already knew about Mingo Madness because um, we've been spreading the word for a while. Uh, yep. We knew it happened for the last five years. Um, <laughs> Geo Woodstock, you probably saw some of these shirts walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's in the chat room. When, uh, she was walking around telling people about Mingo Madness, what it's going to be, stuff like that. So we've been continuing to progress the situation. Um, we want it to be as big as possible. Um, I know the talks are out there about, is it going to be mega, uh, giga, all these words in the chat room. Um, yeah. 
I just want to be a big successful event celebrating the selective availability, uh, the switch, you know, we all call it the big blue switch, yep. uh, the selective availability it happened on May 2nd, 2000. Um, that's why Ernie chose this weekend to do that, uh, this event. Uh, so it's the beginning of the hobby that we play. Um, it actually worked out really well. Cause we talked about after that, we said, wait a minute, what about this date? What about that date? And then, uh, just without getting into all the details, it was like, nope, that date's not going to work because of mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And it's like, nope, that date's not going to work. So when it's, when, it, when, it, when all the dust settled about, uh, this date, it's like, no, that's not going to work. That's going to be a huge problem. This is going to be <clears throat> when it all, all the dust settled Ernie May 2nd is still the greatest date. We still glowing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was it was the best date for this event, and so it was perfect. But and so, talk a little bit about um, uh, about uh, and I'll get we'll get like so I get Tuttle to talk about because he's involved with CVBs. Uh, he's you know he's knows about conventioners, visitors bureaus, and so forth. And so I know the two of y'all have talked with the folks there. And so it moved basically without people knowing it, it moved to a, to the community building. So talk, Brian, I guess we'll start with you. Why did that venue end up becoming sort of the venue? So one of the big things we're looking at is we like know 20, 2020. <laughs> yeah. 2020 is going to be a humongous year. Um, mm-hmm. I know I want to go to every event there is, yep. but I do want to stay married through 2020. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest things we're looking at is to keep it as reasonable pricing as possible. Sure. Um, and for those who've ever hosted an event, um, either being a small meet and greet like Jesse's getting ready to have out in Hawaii, mm-hmm. all the way up to Gigastock. Right. Uh, there's costs that are involved with everything um so one of the talks was doing it memorial day weekend well memorial day is a big travel weekend would almost double some hotel rooms right so we said may 2nd sounds great because we can keep the rooms up i know jesse talked about beginning the show we've had some people jump on the chat since the beginning we do have a hotel that is giving us a room rate of $80 a night. Wow. Already. Breakfast, by the way. And that includes oh, breakfast. Now, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, you will not be able to see Memphis or Jesse or myself or anybody in swimsuits. They don't have a swimming pool. But you're going to have so much <laughs> to do anyway. Um, that doesn't mean we can't be in swimsuits. It just yeah. means they don't have a swimming pool. That's right. Um, so, so, uh, the cost is really involved. I know we're running long on time. I know you want to keep the show no, somewhat fine. close to time. So talk about too, but you're right. Go ahead. Um, so we're looking at the facility. Um, the first convention center was going for quite a pretty penny for the middle of nowhere. So after talking to the assistant mayor, um, who also runs the convention center, um, we're like, you know what? Sounds great. Uh, let's let's move towards that. So yeah, we'll then we start getting into details. 
I'll just throw this out there before Ryan says anything, but yep. um, not to share any numbers, but this city is rather interested in bringing in geocachers and they're going to, I, I'm pretty confident they're going to work really hard to do everything they can for the community. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah cause, cause so, you know, like you said, so you talk to them and we've got, uh, and we're going to be able to give them some hard numbers. Uh, well, hard, you know what I mean? As far as convention center type numbers, uh, you can use We're that already as a... over fifty heads on the Willowton farm. Wow, already. Yeah. So, <laughs> less than I know um, that's awesome. Fifteen hour times no kidding. No, let's not count that high. Uh, <laughs> um, now, and I know people are talking about hotel rooms. No, it is not the Holiday Inn Suites. Um, they have offered us uh, pricing, but we are working that rate as well. Uh, right now, that is a sleeps in and suites. Um, and yeah. I know the chamber highly recommended them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They do. They, there is a holiday. There is, by just to let you know, there are there is some some quality. I mean, if you want to go that route, just so people can know, there is a there is a Hampton Inn. There's a Holiday Inn Express. There are there's Motel Six, Super H. You name it. There's probably one there. Which is surprising. There's there's a very wide yeah. range of of hotel options. Yeah. Them, let everyone know. Um, our team is actively working with all, there's eight hotels in the vicinity and we're working already with all eight of them to establish discounted rate room blocks. So if you want to book at the holiday inn or you want to book at motel eight or whatever, and you don't see that on the website yet, give it a moment. It will be there soon. Some of them rates are, you know, they're, three digits and mid three dates. I don't like that. I I'm working and a symbol's working and um, the CVB there's working very hard to try and get double digit rates. I um, promise you. Um, I know of somebody who has already, who knew about the event coming up, went on Travelocity or whatever site it was or whatever website you went on and tried to book holiday uh, in express right there in Colby. Yep. Um, and right now the rate that we have is beating it by, I think it was $15. Uh, we're trying to get it lower. We're going to do everything we can to keep the price as close to that hundred dollar mark as possible. Um, now remember we're fighting with people trying to make money as well, because Hey, that's what their business. They're there to make money. But if we can sell their hotel out yeah. at a hundred, $120 a night, for the whole hotel, guess what? I think that they will bring it down to $120 a night. Now, I can't promise them rooms. I can't promise them anything. Um, but come out, stay wherever you're going to stay. Hey, if you want to rent an RV, I remember last year for Gigastock, somebody rented a, a van uh, from Denver, drove all the way out to Cincinnati in it. Hey, if you want to rent a van, it's well, anything you possible yeah. um we're gonna have places for you to stay uh hotels uh airbnb is out there i'm not sure how big uh, the airbnb selection is i have not looked yeah. at the airbnb selection yet uh right now we're working with the chamber and chambers don't always like the word airbnb because right. they don't see it yeah <laughs> but for so for us talking about i have not though, looked at that yeah it, the other thing too is is that you can be creative because uh again 
you could stay near. You don't have to stay in Colby, although that'd be cool because a lot of things. I mean, that's the hub. A lot of things are going to happen in Colby. Uh, you never know what Memphis is going to do in the middle of the night. I mean, he might be up a tree throwing coins at people. Who knows what, what Memphis is going to do? Quite possible. Any trees out there? Out there? Right. He'll be up. <laughs> He might be on the top of a building throwing coins at people. Who knows what he's doing? But there are. You may have somebody stealing. Yeah. He'd be like Sodak Zach. Yeah, he might steal Mingo. There you go. But um, yeah, so there's there are like you said. So there are there there's going to be options. Yep. There and there's places around there that you might find of interest that and there's. We don't have tonight to get into like everything you can do. Um, Cathedral of the Plains is yeah, that's for another show exactly. But there's <laughs> there already is a lot of cool caches in this area. Uh, there's there's gadget caches in this area already. That's not we a, have, that's not a we have Ronnie Olson. Um, yeah. For anybody who's been out to Mingo, uh, you probably found one or three of his gadget caches. If you right. Right down about two and a half miles down the road, his hometown that he lives in, the Hayes, he has gadget caches galore. Um, oh, yeah. He has favorite points, more favorite points than I, I can count. Um, so we are continuing to work on it. Uh, Memphis Mafia has already said, hey, if, if you need caches placed, let me know. Oh, uh, did he really? Let me make a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me write that down again. Uh, Memphis. <laughs> Mafia committed to no. Uh, all the, I've got some good ideas for those already. I know we can't talk about them to all of those tonight, but yeah, there's some. We there, there's going to be some more caches out there. We're still in the early phases. Um, I know just from the minds that are in here. Um, if anybody knows any of the people on this screen right now, down in that bottom corner, yep. you know ideas will run crazy. Um, Ernie, some of the ideas I heard from him if, during the 15 year, um, <laughs> I would love to make them come true. Uh, but last time I checked, I didn't have power to pull a military flyover, but we're going to try. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try a lot of things. We're going to try all kinds of stuff. Um, and that's the benefit of actually being in Colby. Uh, a lot of what we're going to do throughout the, uh, the Friday and early morning Saturday is going to be right there in Colby. Um, some of the things we're looking at is a Friday night event, um, possibly doing some things, um, for those who've completed, uh, county challenges, maybe a Kansas County challenge. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, like kind of like Texas does. Yeah, like a finishers uh, event. Cool. Uh, there's going to be other type of events we're looking at. Okay. Um, nothing I say is set in stone. Right. Well, we're still it's still early. It's still early. early. We're still so early in the planning phase that if you get on Facebook, uh, go into that community group and say, hey, why don't we have a pink flamingo for everybody that goes to the mingo event sitting along the highway? Hey, if you want to provide the flamingos, I will gladly work (laughs) on them. But we're in that phase where if you want some crazy idea. um, Giant hot on every bridge. Oh, there you go. Well, hot John, air balloon. John hot yeah. air balloon, right? Pink flamingo um, hot air balloon. So we're looking at all these different things. Um, 
I've been talking about this event so long, people will call me and say, hey, Ryan, what about this? Uh, <laughs> What's going on? Um, Ernie calls me up or goes into a, a message group, says, hey, how about this? We put it on the list. Now the list is getting long. We're going to have to cut a lot of stuff out. Um, but we are looking at doing some things. Um, some, things yep. some things to leave our mark for the next 20 years. Yeah, um, absolutely. So not mentioning what it's going to be, but something that you'll be able to visit even after Mingo Madness is some of the things we're looking at possibility doing. Right. Um, I would like to, I, one thing I love about Geo Woodstocks is the communication, the classes, the breakout sessions. We are going to do some of those type things. Um, I know people who are good at challenge caches and where I goes. Um, people who who do surveys, certain uh, has this equipment that costs a couple thousand dollars. It gives them coordinates. Ooh. I don't know who that would be either. Um, some of the that's things that we can talk about. <laughs> what do you say, Ernie? It's a couple thousand. That's that's extremely cheap. <laughs> right. So we're selling a GPS for um, the fun this year. No. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, things, um, also looking at the new caches. Um, I know, like I said, talked to Adi Olson in the past. He says that he will help out. Um, Memphis talked about helping out with caches. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what the CVB will allow us to do. Uh, we're going to talk to them. I know when I did MOGA out here, um, we had a big geoart. Yeah. Is it possible? We don't know yet because we haven't talked to the farmers. Uh, one thing I do when I do a geoart is I don't just go out and place a whole bunch of caches. When we did the geoart here for MOGA, I sent out, I think it was 97 letters to the local landowners, letting them know right. that there's going to be these little containers hiding somewhere near their property in the uh, yeah. public right away right. just so they know what's going on um i don't want that's good um i want everybody to be safe when they go to an event i don't want them to go look for a cash and have a gun pulled on them uh and you know all these other things you hear on the news or in all the facebook posts and stuff like that so we're gonna do the best we can to keep you busy um, but oh, always man. remember that Mingo is the big point and celebrating the 20 years of selective availability is the other big thing. Sure. So one of the other things we're looking at doing is I know everybody wants to go see Mingo. Um, and I know we want to do possibly another balloon launch or something to that effect. And we may have to start ordering balloons now from some of the numbers I'm seeing in the chat room. Right. Uh, because they may need to make some new balloons. Um, but what we're going to do is right now we're looking at is in the afternoon on Saturday. We're going to meet in Colby, possibly get some school buses, take everybody over. Because if everybody drove their own vehicles over, we may run out of parking. Actually, we will run, we out, will of run out of parking. Yeah. Yeah. We there'll, have, there'll be some coordination of that for sure. Absolutely. Yes. And, and we may have some shinies to entice you to ride a bus. Who knows? We have we do have Jesse on board. Um, every person that is on the group is on the group for a reason. Um, Jesse likes shiny things. So who knows? Uh, we will have a geo coin. We already have the geo coin designed. Ooh, cool! Uh, 
We have, well, let me say, we have a geocoin design. Now, China may not like us even more, even more than they don't like us right now because of this design. I think uh, last time we looked, it was like 20 different colors on the coin. <laughs> it was a bit much. <laughs> so, um, but these are the things we're looking at. Um, we are going to be having T-shirts. We're going to have path tags. Uh, well, I won't say that. I haven't talked to pathtags.com yet, but we are planning on having path planning. tags. Yeah, you can tell about the pl- the you're hoping for. I like. We're that. hoping for. Uh, we're hoping for other uh, shiny things, yeah. uh, GT minis, maybe, um, and some other things that we can get. Yeah, we want to allow people to in- remember Mingo Madness 2020. Uh, so when they sit back, look at their, because if I was sitting down in my office, I'd have all these coins sitting behind me. <laughs> look at those coins, and you're like, oh, I remember that fashion green. That's right. The, black, the green one, because the black one must still be in the car. Um, <laughs> exactly. So you remember those things. Um, you sit back, and you look at those shiny things sitting on the wall, and you're like, I remember that. I remember Mingo 2020. I hope they do something for 2025, 2030. Any anniversary there is big, I'm going back. Um, so yeah. we're looking, keeping it keeping it exciting for everybody. I know there's power cashers out there. Uh, I know there's people who just love the favorite points. Uh, you uh, mentioned Cathedral on the Plains. Oh, absolutely. That's a great that uh, in the book. I don't have the book with me, but it's in a book uh, yep. that I heard um also one of my favorite caches in kansas um a rickery breaks um gc31 uh there's other ones i was just talking with a group of cashers today i was out caching doing a whole bunch of mob caches in kansas city um and we were talking about because everyone knows kansas is flat for those who came to moga i made sure you remember kansas is flat (laughs) um so we're talking about some caches that are out West that are just amazing. And these are things we'll share. We'll make sure we have post um, uh, pocket queries of all these different caches that Kansans think are great. Um, I know Ernie's been caching for way longer than I have in Kansas. Uh, Jesse's uh, Memphis is really not that far away. So he's cached so much in Kansas that Mm -hmm. he may become a a Kansas citizen. He owns (laughs) Where I go in Kansas? At the I, I do, in fact. You're oh, right. wow. Highest cool. in Kansas. And the way this works, too, is that Memphis just needs to sort of just look at a spot like this. <laughs> he looks at a spot in, in Kansas, and an earth cache just appears. Out of nowhere, so. <laughs> um, I don't think I have one in, in yeah. Kansas. Um, well, you will. I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I got it. Don't steal it. <laughs> all right. So I want to switch. I want to switch gears real quick. Um, so Memphis, I want to. I want to ask you a couple things about this. So, um, from your perspective, what what is it about? And kind of let's let's kind of put the the event aside for a minute. But what what does what does Mingo mean to you and, and maybe that can kind of relate because i think people are like yeah yeah there's an event sounds cool yeah yeah mingo but tell people in your your perspective as to why it's worth it to go to mingo so mingo or mingo madness 
Well, both, but I think I want to. Okay. I want to switch. Two different a questions, bit. really, right? But I mean, it, it is. But I, I want to tie back to if you're from out of state and you haven't found it yet. Right. That oh kind gosh. Of thing. Yeah. I think, think it's you know, and I know it. It's not officially one of the triad. Um, yeah. But right. if you're having four of the major things that you need to do as a geocacher, you'd have to have it on the list, right? It's the oldest active cache in the world. Yeah. That alone, I don't care if it was a nano in an LPC, it would still be worth going to visit, right? Because over the last 20 years, that is the oldest active cache. And, you know, we could we could probably talk all night just about how lucky we are that that one is still alive with all the things that's happened to it. Right. But it's still alive. You know what I mean? And it's it is. it's a part of geocaching history, whether you've been there one time. I've been there three times, I think, because it's funny because, you know, I've told the story before, um, yeah. but uh, I may have actually stopped more than three times. But, you know, I've, I've mentioned the story before. I found it on accident the first time before I even realized how significant it was. Right. And uh, but then since then, we've driven through Kansas and I'm like, hey, we're we're right by Mingo. Why don't we just swing in there? Yeah. And I can't even log it again. But, you know, maybe there's trackables. Maybe it's just it's just interesting that it's still been around for so long. Um, so I think in the in the world of geocaching, as far as like when you're really starting to become that complete geocacher, like I've been to Seattle, I've been to the the stash plaque, I've been to the ape, I've been to all these other things. There's certain things that have a lot of value for many different reasons, right? Like, you know, whether Mingo's your favorite cache or not, because it is what it is, you know, it can and it's it's all these other things. Um, it's historical. It's really interesting. So picking it for a location for this kind of celebration makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, it's just it's a it's a spot. It's just one of those spots you're like, crap, if this is one of the oldest, it's one of the very first ones and you know, to celebrate that, it makes a lot of sense to me. I agree. You know, it, it, it's buried in the ground. Yeah. Which, which, which yeah. Not, not, not allowed. allowed. Yeah, actually, that's on that's on the the little card for the game. Is it says quick stop, quick stop, a six inch round container buried in the ground. That's actually kind of comes from the from the cast description, but. Mm -hmm. So I was just looking. I actually have Mingo on my watch list. I've had it on my watch list probably right. since I started caching. Uh, before I moved to Kansas, I was stationed in Germany. Right. Knowing I'd come back to Kansas, I saw this GC thirty thing uh, just this weekend. All right, you've had a couple of people who have revisited Mingo. Uh, one guy logged it nine years ago, but had to revisit. Uh, you have a person from Washington State. Um, people travel from around the world for this. Um, I've been out to multiple events out that way. Yeah. Uh, one um, uh, one of the guests you've had on the show in the past uh, from Australia came out to do an event at Mingo, mm -hmm. uh, just to be out at Mingo. So it's definitely a travel site that people go to. Um, we're the only hobby in the world that even knows where Mingo, Kansas is. <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. I that is true. People, I talk to people that have lived in Kansas their whole life. All right. I, you mean from birth until they're yep. 60, 70, 80, however old they are. And you're like, well, yeah, I was at the Mingo, Kansas. They're like, well, Mingo, what? Mingo, what? <laughs> so, 
if you've never been to Mingo, there's not a lot there. Um, stop at a, a get some soda before you get there because there is no gas station in Mingo. Well, I'm sorry, there is a gas station. And for those uh, that blow uh, Jesse's mind, right. it's a gas station with no attendant. All right? How does that even work? I don't understand. <laughs> The guy so, from Cincinnati doesn't understand because that's a dull, that's a whole other world up in Cincinnati, Ohio. What do you do? Leave your money in the bucket? Well, <laughs> you know, what do you do? Exactly. So, so there is no gas station there. And that's why we moved it up to Colby to give you right. some, exactly. Yeah. Um, like Tom was saying, a bathroom. That's um, both worlds. Yeah. Well, and there's there's a lot of cool stories. We'll we'll probably have another show down the road. To talk about because there's a lot of stuff we weren't able to talk to talk about tonight. We weren't able to talk about the church that did cookies. Was it a cookies, Ernie? That, yes. Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Those were good. Chocolate really chip good. cookies from the church. Water. I mean, there's yeah the water yeah. And so you know we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, I want I want people to kind of think about. Uh, whoa, you know, this isn't, I, you know, I, I, I kind of want to, I want to go to New York city and visit New York city. Well, there's something to be said about going to somewhere like this. And I love going to this kind of area. I mean, this is call me crazy, but I love going to areas like this. You meet different kind of people. You meet people who, um, uh, grew up in a different uh, we just Susan and I just got back from from going out to, to all the way out to Amarillo and as we were doing counties and we're because her and I are doing Texas counties how, how many did you get today we got seven, 17 17 which brings you to what uh we're at a hundred and uh hang on I'll tell you just take two seconds let me tell you we're at a hundred and uh gosh where is my number you're getting on up there, I know. 157. Woo! Wow, have, you are knocking them out. We have 97 left. But my well, interesting point, though, was we stopped. We stopped at some some serious little towns in Texas, <laughs> and this is the same way in Kansas, in Kansas or any of these parts of the Midwest. It's like, um, you know, we stopped and we we people, you know, you talked to them for a minute. It was weird. There's some weird weather, y'all, up your way, Ernie. Uh, it it that that weather made it all the way. I was cold today in Texas. That's weird. It was cold. My wife fortunately had a coat. I didn't have a coat. I was freezing to death outside, and uh, just weird weather. But anyway, but the point was that I'm trying to make is that you know you we got to meet some really neat people. Um, we saw parts of the world we never had seen before. We saw a lot of cool things. Uh, there are there are parts of our country that I'm a big big proponent that you need to see in your life. You need to see mountains. If you've never seen a mountain, you need to go to Colorado. You need to visit, you know, the Midwest. You need to go to places like Ohio. I mean, I I'd never I never been to Cincinnati uh, until I was invited to go to Gigastock. And, and you um, never had chili like that before. What's that? And you never had chili like that before. No, that's another. That's for another. That's, that's for another show. But, uh, but the point was is that, um, 
we got to go to parts of the world that, uh, it, well, in parts of the U.S., I should say, parts of the U.S. where uh, we'd never been before. And so we got to experience, you know, we went, we took a roundabout way. We went through parts of Illinois. We went to uh, the convergence of the Ohio River and the Mississippi River and got to stand there and watch these two rivers come together. Doesn't sound, I mean, until you've been there and seen these kind of things, you can't, it's hard to explain to somebody that these things are, are like lifetime treasures. Uh, Mingo is one of those lifetime treasures that if you've not experienced going to these kind of places mm-hmm. uh, and seeing, you know, I could kind of explain to you about the Cathedral of the Plains and what it's like to be driving along and you go, there's an enormous church and we're not oh, even yeah. we're not even close to this town, and I can see this church. And when you go to it, and you get to go into it, and you can experience, you know, what the folks did, why they built, why did the, why did they build this church, how did they build this church, how did they get the the materials out to this location. Just this is just an example of what it's like to go experience parts of the world, and that's what geocaching does. We've all all of us have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, you know, all of us can can tell a story about. I never knew about this, but geocaching brought me to this part of a, of the world. You know, I always and I use the story. I'm not going to tell the story again, but going to a lock system in Oklahoma and finding l- little locks where people like raise and lower the river so that boats can come along in Oklahoma. I mean. <laughs> you know, we've all got these stories about, and this is the beauty of, of a place like this. And so end of my small rant, except for, I do want to make a, a quick commercial break for a couple minutes. So Jesse, uh, Memphis, uh, tell people real quick about FTF magazine. I've never heard of it. <laughs> okay. And we're moving <laughs> on now. <laughs> Boy, you just um, I right think we have some <laughs> active people here um, that have contributed to that magazine once or twice, maybe, right. uh, or regularly. Um, but FTF Geocaching Magazine, if you've never heard of it, obviously, it's it's the premier geocaching magazine for geocachers. It's by geocachers. There's milestones in it. You can always ah, – I keep forgetting to send in my most recent milestone. Yeah, but, you uh, send it in. I, I know. I got to. But uh, <laughs> the uh, – it's great. It has articles every time. There's puzzles. Whatever you're into, uh, it, it's quality magazine. And there is the digital version for those people that want to save trees and stuff. But I don't like trees as much as I like having the ha- the hard copy magazine in my hands. So, uh, so I, I definitely enjoy it. Uh, but it's definitely the premier magazine out there. It gets all the news. Gets all the stories. It's uh, it's great. It is, and uh, I do like trees. Don't get me wrong. We we do love trees. So don't don't. Don't send in your hate mail. But I just said I don't like them as much as I like holding the magazine <laughs> in my hand. There you go. Absolutely, yeah. It's one of the few things that I really uh, love that's like a non-electronic version. And so I've got got stacks of them back here because I love them. I, never, I would never throw them away, but I've got lots and lots of cool. No, they're high love, quality for sure. I love going back and, and reading these. So anyway, so there you go. FTFGeocacher.com is the website. So. All right, 
As we wrap up tonight, uh, let's go around the room and let's do a final wrap <clears throat> up. Um, so, uh, Ryan, let me start with you. Um, Jesse Tuttle, I'm going to come to you sort of kind of the end because I kind of started with you. So I'm going to have yep. you kind of do a wrap up of what you've experienced from the as you're watching numbers. So, Ryan uh, and then Ernie, I want to I want you to go next because. That's kind of a cool thing that you guys have been involved with. So, Ryan, I'll start with you, and then I'll go over to Ernie. So, go ahead, Ryan. T- give a final thought tonight. Um, I know it's hard watching the chat room while being on the show. I'll tell you that much. I, <laughs> yes. don't, I don't know how Jesse does it every week, or Memphis does it. Um, I have but to ban you, people. and I have to ban Tuttle. Whenever they're on the show, you two guys are not allowed in the chat room because I can't get anything done get this podcast going. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um, noticing that some people are just now getting it, uh, getting on yep. the, the thing. So it'll be listening into it tomorrow at work. Like I will myself. Right. Uh, now I get to laugh at myself. But um, what the big news of the uh, weekend was is geocache talk has teamed up with um, the Mingo crazies, I guess, um, for yep. Mingo Mads. Um So, um uh, that's what the big news was. Um, what Mingo Madness is May 2nd, uh, celebrating selective availability for 2020. We are going to have just a little shindig out uh, in Colby, Kansas, um, just because of the fact that um, Mingo can't hold. We had 150, 200 plus people for 2015. Um, the grounds don't like that many cars. So we're going to do it out in Colby. Um, GC30, Mingo, I really don't need to say a lot about it unless you've been caching for less than a couple days. Um, if you haven't never heard about GC30 or Mingo, um, ask a geocacher. Uh, see anybody um, that has at least 100 finds, you'll probably find out what GC30 is. Doesn't matter what language they speak, where they are, uh, that's what the importance of Mingo is. Uh, we're not trying to do this event just to uh, outboost anybody else. We want to show Mingo, uh, the oldest active geocache in the world. We want to show it off to everybody. Um, yeah. So come out. Um, put it out there earlier. Uh, I know Memphis gonna, or uh, Jesse's going to talk about it, but when he gets on. Um, Mingo2020.com. Uh, we do have links to the Facebook pages on there. We have a Facebook page, which is going to be any announcement that we have uh, as a community. And then uh, we do have a community group where you can sit there. Um, <laughs> sorry, reading the chat again. Um, yeah, you're done. You're done. Quick, <laughs> quick. I got to go to Ernie. <laughs> so, but uh, go on there. And also we do have a uh, real quick uh, thing on if you think you're going to go and you can sign up for the newsletter. So right, I'll give thanks. you a break. Go back to the, go back to the chat room. All go, right. Thank you, sir. Go back to the chat room. So, all right, Ernie. Uh, I, I, okay, again, so, we don't have enough time for for everything, but yeah, give 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 everybody a, a final thought. So go ahead, go ahead, Ernie. So on May first, before geocaching, if you have a handheld GPS receiver, you got an accuracy of plus or minus maybe three hundred feet. If it's pretty good. Yeah. So if you're lost, you can say, hey, I'm like on this peak or I'm on that peak of a mountain and they know which which peak to look for you. 
Then on, on May 1st, year 2000, the government says, within six months, we will be shutting off this selective availability. The really nice stuff is only available to selected people, like the military, right. the general public, you don't get it. But within six months, we're going to shut that off. The very next day, they shut it off. <laughs> wow. So that's the government for you. Oh, well. Hey, at so, least they shut it off, right? Yeah, so they shut it off on May 2nd. Then there's some talk in this Usenet group before geocaching.com existed. Geocaching.com came along in, I think it was September 9th afterwards. So in this Usenet group, they said, hey, I, this selective availability has been shut off. I've got a bucket out there, and here are some coordinates. And I got some stuff in there. And then on May 3rd, somebody came back to the Usenet group and said, your coordinates, I found your geocache. I found right. your stash. Cool. And that was the first one. And then Mingo ended up being the seventh one. And so the first six, they've been gone for, for a very long time. Yeah, and that's something we really could talk to. Yeah, still out there. Still alive. So 20 years later, that's going to be next year, May 2nd. May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you come out, 20 years, 20 years. Some of these geocachers aren't even going to be 20 years old. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Uh, all right, so uh, very good. So, uh, Mr. Tuttle, uh, I'm going to turn to you, uh, and I'm going to leave uh, Memphis for a, a final. But so what What? What have uh, what are your what are your kind of final thoughts on this? I mean, you've you've been ex you've been involved with a lot of different events. I mean, we can't you know your 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 resume is long, but what are your kind of thoughts about this this kind of event and what we're going to experience? Um, I I've been involved with Moga. I've hosted a Mega. I've ho I've been involved with Woodstock and hosted a Giga. I've um, been on the planning committee and part of more than a dozen other megas. Um, I've hosted two geo tours. You know, it's, I, I think this, this event is going to be one of the most monumental, um, may not be the biggest, you know, it's not always about the size, right? It's about, uh, the impact. It's about what we, uh, you know, the people on the video right here that you see and, um, the team behind us, what, we are working to give to the community. Mingo Madness is not an event for us. It is an event by the community for the community. Um, you know, the community was established before geocaching.com was even made. Right. You know, it's, uh, I believe on a previous show, Brian Roth even talked about the history and, you know, how geocaching.com got started and, you know, some of the, uh, ideas there and how they even came up with ground speak and you know some of these cool things all of that happened many many months after mingo was placed right Mingo is older than all of that mingo is the heritage of geocaching you know you're looking at the original stash which is no longer there it is a replacement yeah. um it definitely pilgrimage site though oh, yeah. you're looking at mingo and uh so this might be one of the coolest projects i've ever been part of 
Um, I'm sitting here, I'm watching, I'm still uh, doing some development on the site. Um, and I'm watching the Williton pledges and they're rolling. I mean, we have well past 50. We're looking, I think we're in the 70s, headed towards the 80s, just since the show started. Wow. That's um, incredible. <laughs> yeah, I know Simul has been just, there's been tons of people being added to the Facebook group and uh, liking the page. I actually just added a brand new function to the site while I was sitting here working. Yep. Um, if you have an idea, you need to get in touch with us. You want to, you know, um, you want to just, you know, bounce some ideas off of us. Feel free to uh, message the Facebook page. You can go to the Facebook page and, you know, do it there. Or you can go to the website and a Facebook messenger bubble will pop up in the bottom right corner. Oh, cool. And you can message us right there. And then, you know, someone from the team and we'll identify ourselves, whoever it is responding, you know, we'll, we'll bounce the ideas with you. We will, you know, make notes, you know, who knows, but right. it's important to know that this is an event by the community for the community. Right. How did we go giga? Literally it was by the community for the community. That's the only way it ever happened. And this event will only grow and be a legacy by the community for the community. Wow. Incredible. Yep. Oh, what are you showing there, Ryan, real quick? I'm getting ready to add another one. Oh, that's but, awesome. <laughs> I, I've been doing it throughout the show. Like Jesse just said, I've added probably about 30 people on the show. Wow, incredible. So Derek Baker's getting ready. You've been approved. So oh, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, something that um, – and I'm about to go over to, to Memphis, but – you know, one thing that I, I think is incredible and I and to say this is that we've got the right people really in place. And, um, you know, something, uh, Jesse, that you really haven't mentioned and, and really we won't have time tonight, but I'd like to talk about sometime is you're not just a planner. I mean, you're a geocacher. I mean, you, your whole family, I mean, you, you know, you understand <laughs> Not only just the, you understand not the um, the convincer, you know, because you're you're part of a, of a visitor. But what's the what's the way you put that that you're? So we're uh, tourism ambassadors for Cincinnati USA CVB, but right. you know that actually all happened after we started becoming geocachers. A little background there: right. my parents, right. my daughter, which you know a lot of people has met, she wins gold medals a lot at MoGa. Right. Um, took us against our will out geocaching in the summer of 2013, fell in love with it. You know, 10 days later, we end up at our first mega event, which was Midwest Geobash. And that's when me, Amber, and Laura was like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. We expect there was 50 people here, not thousands of people. And that's the moment that we go, how can we use this as a mechanism to just give back to humanity? Right. And our thoughts were to share parks, museums, historical sites. That's where we started. And then, you know, working with cities and municipalities, we ended up working in the tourism industry. And yeah. now our whole thing is giving back to the community That's because incredible. our daughter has grown and learned so much about the world because of geocaching. It, it's our way that we just really enjoy it. And that's what's cool about this event is that this is a total give back and the community is coming together to do it. Yeah, that's incredible. All right, uh, one of our longest shows ever. Well, not yeah. podcast of hopes, but all right. So Memphis, uh, wrap us up tonight. 
<laughs> well, in that same thing, because this is we're, we are running quite long, the um, I'll keep my final thoughts short because it is. Uh, I mean, we could keep going for if I had. I got 20 minutes worth of final thoughts. If we were really, going. No, let's keep um, no, 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 we no, can't. No, the CFO no. will kill me. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a huge event. And again, I'm not even talking about numbers. Just like Jesse said, I'm, the numbers are one thing, but that really doesn't define an event, right? Other than maybe an icon difference. This is going to be a huge event because we didn't even really scratch the surface on what's going to be happening. What's going to be there for this event because you can't this far out, right? The good thing about that is we're still at such early, sta early stages of this. It's one of those. It's by geocachers for geocachers. It's still time, and people have great ideas. There's tons of stuff that can still happen. Yep. But as we're gathering all that stuff now, and there's things that can happen, it will get – you will have to slowly define what's going to happen eventually. But it's still wide open right now. There's tons of stuff. They haven't mentioned everything because they're putting everything in place. Um, but uh, it's yep. – really really going to be an amazing event I, I know a few of the things from behind the scenes so that's one thing we'll talk about more of that coming up i mean we have yeah. tons of time for that right right but um just like from texas this last couple weekends ago there'll probably be a live geocache talk episode coming oh, from there absolutely there's gonna be some other things happening but we're gonna get into all that stuff again that's for another show that's for another show but uh i, I think this is gonna be huge keep this on the radar keep you know, keep this on your calendar coming up because 2020 is going to be huge for geocaching. And this is one more thing to just add to that landscape. So it's going to be great. Stay tuned. We're going to have tons of stuff coming up on this. Yeah. It's going to be madness. It will be madness. You're right, Ernie. For, right. You're Damn. correct. Madness. madness. Yep. So, all right. Uh, upcoming shows. Um, so next week, uh, Memphis and I are going to talk about lonely, the lonely cache, which is a fascinating topic. We're going to do it with Russell Korfman, um, and we're going to talk about his website. We'll talk about just what a lonely cache even is. Two weeks. Isn't this timing good? Uh, Brian Roth, president of and, and founder, one of the founders of geocaching.com, uh, will be on the show, and we're going to talk about hmm, what we're we going to talk about. Oh, what's going to be on that side? No, we're going to talk about 20 years of geocaching. And uh, I'm sure different things will come up in that meeting. But Brian Roth, he's great. We've had him on the show before. And uh, having Brian on is, is a lot of fun. And I know that's going to be a fun show. Uh, just hearing his perspective. I mean, he was there. He was there when geocaching.com, uh, you know, when Groundspeak kind of got together and, and decided, you know what, let's take all this, these Usenets that are you know, all this information that's out there, the Mingos, the you know these these handful of First geocaches, 75. yeah, and put them all together and and sort of start the process. Even though this, even though Mingo predates that, Brian will be able to talk about about that and about the twenty years. And so, and then in three weeks, we're going to talk about something other also interesting, and that is that that needs a virtual virtuals two uh, I know mm -hmm. a lot, that came out, and a lot of people have them. One of um, one of the co-hosts of this show, hmm, hmm. I wonder, hmm. has the opportunity to place one. So, mm -hmm. uh, Geocache Talk is in the middle of Virtuals 2.0, and uh, as we try to make sure we're in the middle of a lot of this kind of good stuff. So, uh, well, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Email us your comments, uh, Geocache Talk 
at gmail.com. Uh, you know, don't forget to follow us, Geocache Talk, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Geocache Talk. Show can be found iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public. Uh, we'll talk more about Radio Public down the road, but I want people to know about that. Uh, Spotify, Geocache Talk website. Uh, and don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so you can see and hear the show. Ring that bell so you get a notification. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. You need to go out to Mingo2020.com. And if you're even thinking this is a possibility, mark your will attend. There you go. There and you once go. you after you do all that, right. After you do all that, then you can go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you.